In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you shouldn't be a checkbox couple. Don't do it. The real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day, so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode sixty-six of the Journey to Marriage Show. I'm one of your hosts, Sarah, and this is Rafi. What's up? Did you hear the noise I made in the intro part? Yeah, that was, what was it? That was me checking the box. Oh, <laughs> nice, clever sound effects here. Because that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about why we all should not be check box couples. Mm-mm. And before we actually get into describing what a checkbox couple is, I want to share, I guess, like how I was raised in the faith, because like the faith that I have today was definitely not totally different <laughs> for both gr- of us. Yeah, growing up, so we were both cradle Catholics, and I remember during like my adolescent year, even my. S- like the early of my young adult years, like the early years of my young adult years, I would just go to mass. I would go to mass every Sunday and I would just do whatever I was learning from my parents. Like they would always tell me go to mass every Sunday. So I did. Uh, I went, I wanted to do it to make my parents happy. I felt like this is the thing that made my, made God happy with me i don't know how you grew up with the faith uh pretty same like just going out of obligation yeah um just doing ministry because that's what my mom did so lead by example right so it's just following her footsteps um but nothing like really deeper than that um i guess like when we're young it's just more foundational right and getting us into the habit of being in church and going through the motions um but it wasn't until later where I really reverted back to the Catholic faith or kind of had this desire to know more. Um, and that's thanks to you. So thank you. Yeah. But like living this type of lifestyle of me just going to mass, bare minimum stuff, I fell away from the faith. During my young adult years, I was starting to do things that are completely opposite of what the faith taught, especially my relationships. And... It kind of just like sucked. I kind of got to the point where my relationship was just not where I would like it to be, whether it would be with God, with her. And I had to break up with her. So I broke up with my ex and I, I too experienced that reversion back to my faith. But then this like put me on a path to start being more serious about my, my life and where I was going. I started, I, I, I finally got it that 
the whole purpose of life was to get to heaven, and I wouldn't have like figured that out if I didn't go deeper in what I was, what the faith was teaching me. Like if I just stayed at the Sunday mass obligation, I wouldn't have learned that. Like I wouldn't have known what what our real call to holiness, like what that really meant. Right, because like in my past relationships, I was just. Going through the motions as well, and looking for like the next fun thing we could do, just to have fun and feel good about our relationship, not so much with the mindset of trying to get each other to heaven. Yeah, and I think that was like this is just the detriment of being the bare minimum, trying to just make the obligation, make the minimum of what the church is t- telling us to do, go to mass every Sunday, and. It was hard. It was hard to kind of like figure out and break through this habit because that's how I was kind of like raised. I was just like, okay, all this is Sunday mass, and Check. then, and then it was it was hard. Like I, I had to really push myself out of my comfort zone if I wanted to learn more about my faith, learn more about God, grow closer to God, and it just it had to take more than just a Sunday obligation.、Mm-hmm. And we. I remember, like our interview with Katie and Drew Taylor、uh, on the Catholic Engage Summit, they talked about setting goals in marriage. And one of the things that really stuck out to me was when Drew said, well, he was kind of talking about his story about like his spiritual director talking to Drew and Katie about what they want in marriage. And the spiritual director said to them, "Do you want what's good for your marriage?" Do you want what's better for your marriage, or do you want what's best for your marriage? And then he he started to also talk about like with the divorce rate being so high. If you have an average marriage right now, you're probably divorced.、Mm. So that really like resonated with me. I don't know if that resonates with you. Yeah, definitely. Because like I. I come from a broken family, so I don't want to be on the same path as my parents were, and that's why I'm really committed to our marriage. That's why I want more than an average marriage. Yeah, and this, like, I remember when we were engaged, and we went through our whole marriage prep、uh, experience. We did the three day retreat. And I remember like the couples that we that were there at the retreat, pretty vividly, because we would break out for a few minutes to talk about like whatever the topic was to discuss more. And a lot of the couples that we were like observing were kind of just like not taking it seriously. It just seemed like they're just like in school. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not here to judge, but just like. We were around them. We we're hearing their conversations because we were just like a table away, and some of them didn't even didn't feel like they were even like talking about the stuff. They were just kind of like, uh, right, just from, laughing and just like, yeah, just observing them is like, like what? That's all you have to say about this topic, or like, where's the honeymoon phase that's ongoing? Like it was just gone. They were just there to be there to check that box. Yeah, and when we went through a pre-cana, we're like, we can't be that checkbox couple, where we just go through pre-cana and we're like, oh, okay, we're ready for marriage, 
because we knew that there's so much in our past that we had to learn new frameworks, learn learn new skills to make sure our relationship is different than everything else that we've experienced in our past. And that's when we just kind of went on this whole journey of wanting to learn from experts, to go deeper into the topics that were discussed in Precana. And to think outside of the box. Ah, ah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and that kind of just whole that whole thing just led us to this journey that after Precana, we did we started doing more for our relationship. We started pursuing God more than ever before and building a sacramental life around that. We started reading a bunch of relationship books, a bunch of spiritual books. We started discussing it. We started figuring out how we could implement this. Um, we found mentors that helped us in our discernment. We had really inspiring couples that took us under their wing and we learned from them. We were, able, we were able to learn from them. We went to courses. We went to workshops because there were some areas in our relationship that definitely needed growth in before we enter marriage. And one of those, one of those areas was our finances. And this was, was pretty rough. huge. Yeah. It was rough, but it was such a blessing for our relationship, for our marriage. And I couldn't have imagined it any other way. Yeah, because if we probably didn't invest in that course, I don't know how we would be financially right now in our marriage, kind of just trying to figure it out. Like what most couples do when they enter into marriage, they just start to figure it out rather than doing everything beforehand. But with this and being intentional about growing in our relationship and going further than just checking the box of our marriage prep, we entered our marriage debt-free we were able to create a really solid prayer life together as a couple. Uh, we found and discovered a lot of the growth areas that actually needed growth. We right. were completely honest about, hey, we kind of suck at doing this together, <laughs> like managing finance together. We had different mindsets. And even communication. Yeah. Like that's something that doesn't come naturally, like healthy communication. So we had to learn it and it's been so good. So good to openly communicate without attacking each other. Yeah, just like our past relationships. And then for us, I guess like through this whole journey, for me, like I just felt like we worked better as a unit from being more intentional during mm -hmm. our engagement period. We started cultivating this growth mindset and that we never just like wanted to just check the box and go to the net. Uh, like we didn't want to just check the box and just continue our lives but we always wanted to do the best we want we always wanted to seek for to become better in whatever area that we were seeking growth in and and we um what's it called we created we developed the most christ-centered relationship that either one of us has ever had mm -hmm. and that's what marriage is supposed to be anyway so that was another huge transformation, especially like when I think about it, because I'm like, mm, this guy seems like super, I don't know, churchy or <laughs> spiritual, religious. On fire. And I was like, oh, I'm just like, um, 
lukewarm Catholic, I would say, that I was. Mm. And you were intimidating. So like seeing my growth for me has been amazing. But just as a couple is even more amazing. It's great. Yeah. And it's because we decided not to buy into this checkbox mentality that, hey, all we got to do is this marriage prep and that's all we need. Let's focus on other things. Instead, we were like, okay, let's get serious about this. Like marriage is no joke. This is a lifelong commitment. Just like everything we invest in, everything that we want to become the best at, there's so much preparation to make sure that's a success. But why are we not doing that relationship? And for us, it clicked in our head and we just went forth with it. So for all of you couples who are on your journey of marriage, preparing for marriage, don't be the checkbox couple. Right. Don't just think that pre-cana is all you guys need to create a lifelong marriage. Um, Because when you leave your pre-cana, you should be ready to find what's next for your relationship. Go into pre-cana with a growth mindset and get all that you can out of that experience and then take it further. Definitely. And some things that you can start doing like more than just what Pre-Cana provides is really focusing on creating a sacramental life together and being actually being very concrete about this, like writing it down. Like what does a sacramental life look like together rather than just trying to wing it? Um, but, but definitely want to, excuse me, definitely want to model people who live holy lives. And the best way to go through that is the saints. Like, what are they doing to get where, so that we can get where they are Or what did they do? (laughs) What are they doing? Yeah. Well, they're praying for us right now. But yeah, what did they do when they're living here on earth? And how can we implement that in their relationship? What is the prayer life? What is the habits, the virtues that they exhibited so well in their life here on earth that allowed them to become saints? And how can we apply that? Another thing that they you could do is read relationship books. Yeah, there are a lot of resources out there um, for you folks. There are also a bunch of Catholic resources for you folks as well. But some of our favorites are like from the John Gottman books. Um, we also have like our mentors, the Freemans, who have a relationship book as well. And these will really help you guys and start you off in the right direction to grow in your relationship. Yeah, knowing that having a, a thriving relationship, thriving marriage doesn't come naturally. It is, this is a skill. You have to learn it just like you learn everything else in life. Um, so invest in the books. And then lastly, find a mentor couple that are few steps, steps ahead of you and model them. I remember my mentors always telling me, if you are the smartest person in the room or around in your circle of influence, you're in the wrong circle of influence you're in the wrong room you can't be the smartest person how are you going to grow if you are the smartest person you always have to continue leveling up you always got to seek for those couples that are that inspire you that you want to spend more time around and learn from because you can't do this by yourself we are made to be in community you guys yes so with that being said we wanted to invite you to our program. Why? Because our program goes more in depth than what a traditional marriage prep program covers. 
in a weekend. We talk more about the how rather than what you should be doing in your relationship. And I think that's something that was missing in our experience. We just got a bunch of information and like, okay, here you go. Go forth and do. <laughs> Fly. Yeah, try to figure this out. But we actually teach the frameworks, everything that you need to know to develop the relationship on a really solid foundation with Christ in the center and with this growth mindset that we've been talking about. So if you think that you're like, oh man, I think we're a checkbox couple. And, you know, maybe our program is not for you. But just that you're just seeing that you're here, that you're with us, you're listening, shows that you do desire a holy and a healthy relationship and that you want growth. You want to become a holy couple, not just a checkbox couple. And this is the start of your growth. And maybe this was a wake-up call for you in your relationship. And now you just move forward. And if you want a community of other couples that want this intentionality in their relationship, in their future marriage, this is it. Because sometimes it can be so lonely trying to live a life of virtue, of striving towards holiness with your partner. Sometimes it's hard to find that community of other couples like that. So when you come into our program, you're going to be with other couples that are like you, that want growth, that want the best for your relationship. And you're not alone. You have this community. If we settle for average in our marriages, we settle for the bare minimum, they're bound to be a divorce that's waiting for our future. The only way to have a marriage that lasts a lifetime that is holy, is the intentionality and not seeing our relationship as a checkbox, but to always continue that growth. So, I mean, the fact that you're listening to this right now, and if you've made it to the end of this podcast episode, that just shows you're hungry. That shows you're hungry. You want more for your life. You want more for your relationship. You don't want the bare minimum. And we commend you for being here listening to us and trying to find out like what what does it take like what should i be doing right now before marriage to be more intentional and to enter my vocation with momentum with clarity with confidence and those are the couples that we want in our program so if you're one of those couples go to journeytomarriage.com slash coaching again it's journeytomarriage.com slash coaching to put your put your um Put your information. We're going to be opening up the doors real soon because we have our next coaching program happening January 11th, and we're going to be ex- we're going to be sharing this um, how you can be a part of this and what it looks like. So if that's something that resonates with you, make sure you go to our website and register. Put your name in for free. With that being said, I'm praying for all of your holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, 
please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.